Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. Talking about trying to make our world a little bit better. We're trying to get through COVID and all this craziness that's going on with the KTV uh, this week. Let's talk about. Um, helping people remember what's important, how to stop some of these global divisions that are separating many of us in many countries around the world. Andrea Edwards is on the line with us now, the author of a new book that's out called Uncommon Courage. Andrea, good morning. Welcome to Money FM and Saturday mornings. Well, thank you so much for being here. And Neil, it's nice to meet you. I read your book about oh, nearly 20 years ago now, so it's nice to, nice to meet you finally. Thank you very much. You've just aged me. Thank you. We're yeah, yeah no worries. Thank you so much. No <laughs> Andrea, you have a new book out, and, and a lot of times you're working in the digital uh, sphere, uh, doing consulting with people on their digital lives. But this is a slight uh, departure from that. Tell us about this book. What, what exactly does it mean? It's an interesting thing that you think it's a departure because actually I think it's a consolidation. Oh. So, yeah, so for many years I've been, you know, I work with big, large B2B companies. That's mm. always been my focus. And I work with their leadership, their sales, everyone, all the employees, and I teach them how to be social leaders. Mm, <laughs> there it is. Yep. And that's, that means they go out there and they participate as social leaders on LinkedIn, wherever they want to be, mm. um, with a voice of integrity, uh, a mindset of service, so I sort of, and, and the B2B companies I work with really respond well to my message. But on the other side, I'm also a social leader myself, right? And I'm talking about the climate crisis. I'm trying to send a message of calm during these COVID times, trying to keep people up, you know, because, you know, right from the beginning, I could see a two-year cycle that we had to face and getting, getting the mindset around that is really important. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and I, you know, I'm, I'm tracking the global news. I, um, you know, God, we've got all sorts of things going on right now. You know, the, you know, Haiti's potentially going to be in a failed state. South Africa, what's going on over there? You know, then we've got the climate crisis. We're seeing what's going on in Germany and the rest of Europe. They have no idea how many people have died. I mean, and I could hear it in the news that you were saying earlier, you know, it's about the jet stream changing, right? It's like mm. we're, we're, we're impacting the world in a huge way and, I look into my children's eyes and I say, what is the future going to be like for them? You know, Neil, you were talking about your daughter. I mean, when, when she shares her dreams with you, do you know that she's going to be able to achieve those dreams? And they're all scary things, right, that we're talking about. And it can be overwhelming. Eco-anxiety is a thing, um, you know, especially among the young. Um, suicides are up all over the world because of COVID. But, but, there's, but there's this other anxiety, like young, children, young teenagers don't want to have children and and so basically what the book is, it's about just sort of saying this is my journey of life where I've sort of looked at all of the different emotions and worked out how to centre myself so I can exist with all this horrible stuff but also continue to be a voice of hope. And my goal is to recruit people into that mindset so that we can, if we can get enough of us together, if we can reach that tipping point, we can, we can send the world in the direction it needs to go in but while we're all in the pit fighting and hating and, you know, families don't talk to each other, friends are raging at each other on social media, and that's not a place where we're going to achieve anything. It's just going to get bigger and worse, right? So the book's all about find your centre so we can all move forward and create the world that we want for, for ourselves and for our children. So it's a book of hope, you know, and it's, it's, it's my lessons of travelling around the world. I've lived in five different countries. I've been on the road for half my life, and, um, you know, I've met 
people from every culture, every walk of life, rich, poor. You know, I've met the richest people on earth. And, you know, the, the message is the same for all of us. But we've got to centre ourselves. We've got to do the work within. And I know that's a bit cliche these days, but it really is about that. When we can get into our calm place and we don't react to every argument and fight, we, we can, we're better prepared to, to be one of those people that can stand forward and help sort of direct the future, envision the future. Andrew, so, so many um, fascinating points you raised there. And you mentioned <laughs> children and the next generation. I've often said that I think my daughter's generation, sadly, is the first generation that has no innocence. I, I think mm. what I mean by that is the age of innocence is gone. When we were kids, we just worried about the simple things in life. Kids today know about climate change. They know about very dystopian issues. They know that they're going to run out of resources. So they're learning about sustainability and, and the lack of when they should be just climbing trees and running through fields and having fun and watching Netflix. So I do mm. feel this sad loss of innocence is is one of the worst things that we've given to the next generation. So in your book, it is called Uncommon Courage. What are some of the hopeful messages or lessons that you kind of try to pass on? Because it does seem so dispiriting at the moment, so depressing at the moment. Such a massive challenge, right? Because of climate change, because of pandemics, we've got this existential crisis. There is no hope. So give us the hope, Andrea, on a Saturday morning is what I'm basically (laughs) asking for. Yeah, look, I'm full of hope. I really am. Look, I know that the climate crisis is going to hit us and it's not going to be good. We've gone too far We've waited too long. And, you know, you're talking about young young people, right? I, f- I find the youth really interesting because they're learning about all of this stuff at school. But I bet you they're nagging for that latest up phone so they can have the latest up phone with the, uh, iPhone. Sorry, up phone. Where's that come from? With their, with their mates at school. One of my sons, he's 13. He wants a new iPhone. He's is a year and a half old. Mine's now four years old because I'll do anything <laughs> I can. I'll do anything I can to resist upgrading it, not because... Not because I, because I know that there's children in mind digging for the metal, right? Yeah. And so I talk to them about that. I'm mm. constantly, you know, we, we've built a global economy on the back of human suffering. So the hope is we can do better. We've got, a, we've got an opportunity to say, okay, all right, all right. We, we, we haven't got it right and we can't go into blame. We can't, you know, Margaret Thatcher was talking about this in the 80s. Bob Hawke was talking about this in the 80s. Like the, the conversation has been around it. The oil and gas companies have known about it. The car companies have known about it. Everyone knew about it, right? And so we could sit there and go, you, you should, you've done this and you should do better. Let's put all that beside it, behind us. What do we need to do next? How do we solve this? And there's amazing um, things going on around the world. But the biggest power that we've all got is our voice. Mm. And we don't realise how powerful we are. And that's why, that's my passion for social media. For the first time, we have the, the voice is democratised. The, the ownership of information was always in the hands of a few. And, we, and they're still out there, you know, the Murdochs of the world, right? Yeah. But now we've all got a voice. We've all got a platform. We are all media companies. So get out there and own your piece of the landscape that you want to fight for and, and do it for your kids. Every time my kids talk about the climate crisis, and uh, I remember when my son was 11, he goes, if it gets too hot to live, I'm going to commit suicide. I didn't even know what suicide was when I was 11. Yeah. Um, another one had this really vivid dream of wherever we were, the, these mountains sort of came up out of the earth and we were all forced up into the sky on these mountains and, and there was snow everywhere. And mm. apparently I died first. 
My, he's uh, the younger brother died second, dad died third, and the other one lived and went off into the mountain. So, yeah, I mean, I think we've got to have mm. honest conversations with our kids, but we can't scare them. There's mm. hope. There's still hope. It's not going to be perfect, you know, but we've got to we've got to keep the hope alive because as soon as you lose hope, there's what's the point? Well, we're talking no, with Andrea and that- Edwards, the uh, digital conversationalist and the author of Uncommon Courage, a, uh, a new book that is out now. And Andrea, there are some 108 points that you make, and I'll, I'll call them chapters, right? But they're quite short, four, five, six pages each. Uh, you know, some of them like find your purpose, mind your jealousy, seize your moments, forgiveness, et cetera, et cetera. There, so help us understand the architecture of this book because there is a lot in this and the companion workbook that goes along with it is also quite a large book as well. How, how did you, how did you uh, uh, put this together? Uh, what's, the, what's the outline for it? So 50 days before the 1st of January 2020, I did 50 – I did a wisdom a day, 50 years, 50 wisdoms. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got the transcript of it just as the pandemic was taking off. And uh, I put it aside. I didn't like reading it. And then as the pandemic was going and some friends of mine said to me, you should get those wisdoms out into the world. They'll help a lot of people right now. Hmm. So I went back to the transcripts and I rewrote all 50. But then I kept going <laughs> because when you're in the middle of a pandemic, there's a lot going on in the world, right? And uh, I think time time always teaches you wisdom. So I just kept going and just kept building and just constant, constantly having epiphanies. So the 108 wasn't intentional. Hmm. Um, I had to stop myself. I wanted to make sure I wasn't repetitive in any of them, of course. Um, and, yeah, and some of them are half a page. Some of them are light and fluffy and fun, you know, like make sure you look people in the eyes when you say cheers. And some of them are really deep and complex and you know, I talk about anger a lot. So I learned how to control anger and I learned to understand anger. Um, and I talk about that because I think anger is anger is never about the person that you're directing it to. It's always about yourself. So that was the fundamental lesson I learned, right? And uh, when my boys were small and I was getting really frustrated and they were being so annoying, I'm like, whoa, 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 am I angry with the boys? No, I'm frustrated because I actually don't enjoy this type of parenting. I don't like small children. I don't like entertaining them. And I'm okay with admitting that, right? Um, a lot of women feel shame to feel that way. I'm like, mm. it's, it, was, it was the most mind-numbingly boring time of my life. And that was before we had iPads and smartphones, right? Not that long ago, but still it was before that. So I wasn't able to be productive in these moments. But I recognised that it was me... It was me, my, my frustration being projected onto them. So I talk a lot about stuff like that, how we project. Jealousy, you know, recently I saw someone being jealous towards somebody else and, and I haven't had a chance to talk to them about it, but I want to say to them, je- when, you, when you spend your time being jealous of another person, you're not spending the time going where you want to go and it's a complete waste of time, you know. And uh, so it's just all these little lessons that you pick up along the way and I just thought it was an important one to get all of them they're important to get out there in the world right now just to help people like i said get centered right hmm. find the calm contentment joy this is how you do it by hmm. not letting all these negative feelings not it's important to be to be open to negative feelings what's what you don't want to do is stay stuck in them right so it's about how you don't stay stuck and so andrew when i mean you touched on it a little bit there when people read your book what do you hope primarily they take away from it? They, they come out of it just going, okay, all right, all right. Being kinder in their own lives and then stepping into their voice so they can be part of the team that 
envisions a future that's going to be better for all of us. And that's my biggest goal, trying to help people understand that. So, so social leadership is one of the topics that I talk about. I talk about climate courage. I talk about self-awareness, self-empowerment, empower others, external influence, which I think is a really important thing. And this is other people's impact on you. You meet people every day who have been told they're not good enough by somebody else and they believe them. So they haven't stepped into their dreams. They haven't chased the path they wanted. And I want people to remember, I want them to remind them, you've got to get rid of that external stuff and then focus on what you want. And then uh, career thoughts, but it's much more philosophical. It's about saying, what do you want? You know, so many people don't want, and I've been working in Asia for nearly 20 years. And the culture in Asia is very much, you've got to do this. You've got to make your family proud. I'm like, but it isn't making you happy. Is it what you want? Yeah. You know, my family family in Australia, everyone's running around a million miles an hour and no one's got any time. What can you change? You know, so it's really about, let's, it's a time for reflection. Let's take it. Yeah. Andrea, how can uh, somebody get in touch with you if they want to get a copy of the book or talk to you more about this, uh, this topic? Well, um, Andrea T. Edwards is my social media profile. Uh, I've got a website called Uncommon Courage. I've got another one called Andrea T. Edwards. So I'm, you can find me on social media and um, the book's pretty much available wherever you can buy books. So let's hope Great. it does its job. Yeah. <laughs> Great to have you with us, Andrea Edwards, uh, the digital conversationalist and the author of Uncommon Courage. Uh, thank you for your time this morning on Money FM Saturday mornings. Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.